Hi everyone and welcome to another episode of the Harpel podcast. I'm coming to you in a really, really uplifted, cheery, high spirit mood, let's just say. Um, it's currently 8.47 a.m. I have classes and I have stuff to do today, but I decided what a great morning to record this podcast. And also, very conveniently, I woke up at like 5.40 and couldn't fall asleep. So I did all of my, you know, 20-step morning routine before this and I'm ready to come and record. Isn't that just a great alignment of time and space? If I sound like I'm a little high or something, trust me, I'm not. I just I just get like this whenever I'm really happy or like in a really good mood. And this is also very in line with today's episode and what I'm going to be talking about today. And that's why it just feels so right to record this episode right now, just because I'm feeling so cheery, as I said. But let me stop repeating that. Also, I know this may come in a really big contrast to literally two episodes ago. Um, I recorded an episode of on how to move through difficult emotions and I said that I was having a, quite like a hard time and that January was quite the month for me um, emotionally and I don't know if the emotional roller coaster has ended certainly not we're always on an emotional roller coaster that's what I believe that's how my life has always been unfolding but I think we're definitely on the upward if not the high right now like as I feel like I've maybe told you I feel like my emotions just change rapidly I don't know if that's a good word but like quite dynamically let's just say and on one hand you may think that it's quite you know like an unstable way to live and like I'm moving really quickly through these state like states of mind and mental emotional states but I see it as like not attaching myself to these emotions and these states and like I allow whatever wants to come in to come in as woo as it sounds um like if I'm feeling sad I'm just gonna be feeling sad regardless if I want to be dancing around my room I'm probably gonna be feeling sad and crying and if I want to be happy then I'm not gonna be like overthinking whether I should be like still feeling sad because I was upset two weeks ago so I should still be upset like no point in that and no one's telling me that I should be it's just my silly little brain sometimes but yeah I think a big factor that has created this dynamic shift in this case was a trip that I took at the end of January to Naples in Italy Naples and Sorrento actually um and um this was i feel like me booking this trip back in december i believe it was i had no clue why i felt so inclined to book that trip it was not any it was not like i had any time off uni it's not like naples was like on really high on top of my like to see list although i obviously wanted to see it um there was nothing particular about that time and place um but it just felt right and i was just like you know what i really want to book a trip so me and one of my best friends just did it, and I think it surpassed our expectations. Weather-wise, you know, it was still January, so it wasn't um, all hot in summer, but it was 12 degrees, which was a nice change from um, London's typical 2-5 in the same period of time. And I feel like it was really <laughs> quite poetic, because I got on the plane, we got on the plane really early in the morning, um, it was freaking like 7am from Stansted, so we had to wake up 4am, whatever, regardless. Um, I have decided to repress that memory because <laughs> it was not pleasant. We were on the plane and I was just like journaling and like feeling my emotions again. And I was listening to some sad music and I cried on the plane to Naples. 
And then I stood up and I went to the toilet. And on the way to the toilet, I like saw, because I wasn't seating by the window, so I couldn't really, I never get the window seat, guys. I never get the window seat, but I'm not going to complain because I often get the aisle seat, which is so much better than the middle seat. Like the middle seat doesn't get either perk of flying. (laughs) You don't get to see the nice scenery outside. You don't even get to have the convenience of like standing up and leaving, like going to the toilet if you're the aisle seat. Anyways. I stood up and I went to the toilet and I saw outside the window like these huge like mountain ranges as we were like flying over them and they just looked breathtaking and obviously we were quite high up so there was no clouds there was no there was just sun and blue skies which was such a difference from what I've been like experiencing weather everything and these like mountain ranges they just looked like breathtaking and in their stunning nature's most beautiful form and I just like cried looking at them but like I started crying but like from a different it was a different sensation back then it was like I was crying out of like relief and kind of like amazement for life and it was almost as if seeing that view kind of reminded me how beautiful life is because I feel like I really dug a hole for myself in January and was just not like nothing was sparking joy in January it felt like or not nothing but like few things and definitely nothing was causing me to be like have my breath taken away you know what I mean and I kind of miss that feeling and I know it's freaking such a privileged thing to even say like oh I want my breath to be taken away I want to be seeing like breathtaking things on a daily basis that's not what I'm saying but like I don't know guys like it just it just was a moment and I saw the mountains I cried and for the whole of next like week I didn't cry which I know sounds like not a huge accomplishment but considering that I've cried like 20 times in January I think that was an improvement have not shed a tear in Italy like how could you it was just there was nothing to cry about except maybe the food being just so good like it would make me tear up but I fortunately didn't um and yeah we just spent the next um three four days traveling I wanted to say traveling around Italy we didn't do that much traveling we just basically had one night in Naples and then went on to see Pompeii on the way to Sorrento and then stayed in Sorrento for two days and went back to Naples um had many little fun memories and cute moments in between we filmed the wine talk if you guys want to see it it's on my YouTube channel it's the first video posted in like a month Um, I posted it with, yeah, Paula, the girl I went on the trip with, and we watched so many movies. We saw um, Eat, Pray, Love, because a part of the movie takes place in Italy. We saw Call Me By Your Name, because Paula has never seen it. I mean, how could I not play it to her? Um, And we just had so much amazing food, like Italy, heaven, like Naples, obviously, pizza, that where that's where it comes from. Gelato, all these desserts, everything was delicious and pistachio-flavored and the views were gorgeous the weather was really changing like it was sunny one day it was raining the other it was cloudy but we didn't really like even mind it that much um but when the sun came we had this like little bit of extra appreciation obviously um we even swam in the sea guys and like i was so proud of myself i mean honestly like i feel like i'm quite adept to like cold water swimming i've been taking cold showers recently which is also something i want to mention but um yeah it's just like it wasn't a huge deal for me, but um, I was ha- very happy that Paula was up for to doing it because I feel like a lot of people would just not really be vibing with swimming in January. But I was like, you know, I don't care. I don't care what month it is. I pretend I do not see the calendar. I simply do not. And I just want to have a dip in the sea. And yeah, we swam in the, I think it's called Bay of Naples. Gulf of Naples, maybe? Irrelevant. I'm not going to bore you with the nitty gritty details of my trip. 
um, because I feel like it's not that interesting to someone who doesn't really know me. But I'm just trying to paint a picture of how easy and joyous the life in Italy was. It just felt like I was teleported to another planet, literally. Like, I felt like I left all of my issues at Stansted Airport and was not even thinking about any of them at that time. I was just having a blast. And I don't know if it's called repressing your emotions or if it was escapism or if it was actually, I was just actually genuinely feeling okay. But I had such a good time and it just felt so nice to be excited about like little things again like we were obsessing me and Paula are like very similar on this and it was so fun to like have a trip with someone who's like has that on the same level basically we both just get really fucking excited about like little things and especially when it comes to food like we would obsess over a tiramisu for like two days straight like we had this one tiramisu guys that was I kid you not the best tiramisu I've ever had and it you know how tiramisu you have like the creamy part um the fluffy I think mascarpone part and you have like the base which is like I don't know like some biscuits or some basically some like not dough I'm mixing vocabulary but these things like soaked and coffee um and I don't like that base I just like the fluffy part well that's tiramisu basically it felt like it had no none of the base and it was just like like fluffy cloudy sweet delight of mascarpone and coffee and chocolate and it was just delicious um <laughs> All of the pasta that we had, all of the pizza was just like, you know, it's it's where pizza comes from. It's obviously going to be freaking delicious. Um, and we had wine and it was just all lovely. And we would like have candlelit breakfast. We were just like, it felt like we were both celebrating and getting excited about every single moment and every single like little thing we were seeing, um, taking pictures of everything. We were just being two cute little girlies. And I loved us. I loved the energy that we were giving on that trip. And I feel like that's exactly what I needed. And I feel like my December self booking that trip didn't know that this would be so much needed. But um, yeah, as I said, came at the perfect time. And then it was unfortunately time to leave eventually. As I was flying home, I really was like kind of anxious in the regard of like, I don't want to lose that spark that I've regained in Italy because I've missed my spark. Um, And I do genuinely refer to her as my spark. Like, I just feel like over the past years I've was the first time that I've been experiencing true joy of living and I don't know how to really explain it but I feel like whenever I was happy like before maybe like let's say I came to university because I feel like it's a creates like a clear separation and for me these are quite very quite very distinctive like periods of my life and before I would obviously be happy at times but like there would be so, so many negative things and emotions and like mental constructions and thought processes and like self-limiting beliefs that would hold me down. And I feel like happiness was a very temporary thing. Happiness was a very momentary thing almost. Like I would get happy about something, but I wouldn't be walking around happy for days, let alone weeks. And I feel like in university, especially like second, third year, like two past two years, I've just had so many like periods of joy and just so many sources of happiness and like I've have I feel like I've discovered this whole new energy in me this new state that I can be in obviously for not not for eternity like obviously it rounds out eventually and I become more mellow maybe I'm not like running bouncing off of the walls I think that's a nice way to put it but there can be days where I'm bouncing off of the walls and right now I'm in that kind of elevated state which is again like 180 degrees from where I was a 360 honestly from where I was like back a month ago which is 
so nice and I kind of want to talk a little bit about it. I know I didn't really introduce the topic of today's episode. It's just kind of a ramble about everything that I've been feeling in regards to this and just, yeah, my thoughts on joy and like how I make sure that I have access to it and how, like, what are the ways I try to kind of regain it sometimes. Um, and maybe that could help you. And I don't know, it's just like, I think, I remember like, a, I think it was maybe first or second year where I started having these like, I don't know how to even like describe it, just like these periods of emotional high. I would feel really guilty about it for whatever reason, maybe because like A, also I have not experienced it before and B, it just felt like, I don't know, like I was happy for no reason, basically. I was like beating myself down for nothing and being like, oh, you shouldn't be that happy. Like you don't actually have a valid, like nothing. It's not like something had to trigger it particularly. You know what I mean? It's not like I was happy because I was, I don't know, falling in love or something. It was, I was, I could just be happy because it was whatever spring was coming or I just was having a great week and listening to good music and reading good books and having good conversations with my friends like that's just genuinely sources of joy for me I don't know if I yeah I don't think I need too much to be happy not in like a oh my god I'm a minimalist like I don't need possessions way but it's just like I don't need grand things to be happening to be experiencing this joy and have this spark in me and this like constant high energy um, it comes from like very simple ways of spending my time and just some mental work obviously as well like I feel like I should have maybe prefaced it with saying I feel like I only kind of like gained access to this state emotional state once I dealt with a lot of my issues I think because it's just so much different to walk around and live your life with like 90% of your thoughts being negative and like self deprecating and just hopeless and negative versus walking around loving yourself appreciating yourself wanting the best for yourself and obviously like life will get in the way sometimes or not get in the way but like life will sometimes play a trick on you like there will be things that you're going to be upset about even if you know you have all your issues worked out and shit like that but it's a completely different thing when you have to deal with those like little life's obstacles or lessons if you're in that kind of base supporting self-supporting system phase of life I don't know how to call it like mental state basically it just feels like whenever bad things happen to me or experience some hardship maybe I don't like the phrase like bad things happen to me but like whenever I experience like more difficult times I guess like it just feels like now I have my back much more and it just feels like so much lighter because of that like the burden of whatever's happening and that's an amazing thing and I feel like because of that I'm able to again like move through these states quicker smoother than I used to and yeah experience that kind of joy when I say when I keep repeating like this like emotional high and joy maybe I'm gonna like paint the picture like whenever I say this I have like one specific image in my head of it like being imagine like I don't know, a day in April or May when it's getting, the weather is like finally warm, but it's not like hot yet and you haven't gotten used to it yet. You're still kind of like PTSD from winter and you're just very appreciative of every single like warm day that comes and the sun is shining and you have very little to do at university. You just have like not even any class. You just have like one little thing to do, but it can be done later and you're just like getting ready. You just done a workout. You're feeling amazing. You're feeling all those endorphins. You had a fresh, nice shower, cold shower. You had an amazing, delicious breakfast and you're putting on your makeup with your headphones and playing this very like high energy uplifting music I have a whole playlist for my good mood 
and I'm just like dancing in front of the mirror, like getting ready kind of. And like, this, I feel like this just so much energy like rippling through me and I just keep smiling and being like I want to dance I want to like smile I want to text everyone and be like let's hang out I want to be kinder to everyone I don't know it's just like that emotional state and I feel like as I'm describing it I'm smiling to myself because it's such a nice feeling and these are like absolutely my favorite mornings where I'm just like happy for no reason I just decide that this is going to be the day or maybe I don't want to simplify it to like I just decide because it's not only entirely up to my decision maybe it is but like I haven't gone to that state yet but if I wake up and I feel this energy I'm like uh-huh, I know this is gonna be a good day like nothing's gonna bog me down and genuinely like yesterday I had a day like that um not to say that it was May or the sun was shining actually the sun was shining actually so obviously like sun is a huge factor and like if it's getting if it's warm and like yeah the weather the sky is clear already like feeling twice as happy as I was before um it came out but yeah I had that kind of very uplifted mood even in the library I was just like vibing by myself with my little coffee just like listening to some music like taking notes and shit and then I got a grade back for one of my group projects from January and it wasn't a great grade like I not that I was expecting anything amazing but like it wasn't an amazing grade and I already got another pretty crap grade from that same module but I saw the grade And I feel like I just distanced myself from it so much. I was just like, yes, I have gotten this grade. And what I can do now is either make my whole day about it, the fact that I got a bad grade, be upset about it, be the first thing that I tell everyone I bump into and everyone's asking me, how was your day? And I'm going to be like, I got a bad grade. It was a shit day. Or I can just accept the fact that it's there. I'm not going to, it's like, I'm unable to change it at this point. And keep up this energy, like, there's no reason, there's genuinely no reason this grade should change my mood at this state of being. Like, this grade wasn't here and I was feeling great, and this grade may as well be here and I'm gonna be still feeling great. And it just really was this, like, eye-opening moment for me, because I'm usually, like, academia especially is something I worry about so much, and, like, grades, I don't know, like, they eat my stress away. No, not eat my stress away, they are the source of my stress. And so when I was observing myself, like, being able to just move past that, move through that and decide that I'm not going to worry about this until there actually is reason for me to worry. Like, for example, the grade has affected my future prospects of like a master, whatever it is. Like right now, this grade doesn't mean anything yet. Like I've not taken all of my exams. Like it's fine. It's genuinely fine. And I'm not going to let this grade like decide on my mood and like rule my day. You know what I mean? And it was just like, wow. I was looking at myself from like a third person's perspective being like well you can do that you can actually do that um and yeah I was just like feeling very empowered by that by the fact that I was able to get there by the fact that I was able to not get myself bogged down by this and so yeah I feel like also I'm one of the reasons I'm in this particular mood right now um or of as of recent is because I've been reading this book (laughs) And I don't know how many times I can mention mention the name Michael Singer in my freaking like podcasts or um YouTube videos, but I'm reading another one of his books. If you don't know, he's like a spiritual teacher, um, author, and his book The Untethered Soul is my like spiritual bible. But I bought another one of his books. It's called The Surrender Experiment, and it basically tells the story. And I'm not gonna get into the details. Like, don't worry if you're not into spirituality. I'm not gonna like bore you with it. Um, but it basically tells the story, like his life story, because like Untethered Soul, his other book, is more about his um, I guess like life philosophy and his 
life's teachings and lessons about um yeah consciousness and um awareness meditation presence letting go all of that things whereas the surrender experiment is just basically his autobiography i'd say um but it obviously has like a spiritual take on it so it kind of tells his life story after he had like this his spiritual enlightenment and he just decided that he's gonna let life unfold in front of him and i mean it with like the full meaning of this word like he genuinely was just like i am gonna let life rule me and i'm not gonna interfere with it at any point and then it just takes like crazy twists and turns like this book is insane like for me it's genuinely insane to read about it and how his life turned to like upside down 300 times in the span of i don't know like 20 30 years just as he was not forcing anything he was just living it going on about his days his life just being guided by his intuition whatever again like not gonna get into it but i don't know spirituality is a big source of happiness for me i think because it just fills me with this it's a i don't know i had a conversation with bay recently about this and i feel like spirituality for me is a very comforting thing and it kind of sometimes even helps me take this underlying life's anxiety away from me like I feel like a lot of us live in perpetual state of anxiety even if it's like low level you know what I mean but like there's always something you're worried about there's always like the next thing that's gonna stress you out even if it's not like a major stressor in your life as of now it always feels like there's an issue to be solved and something is always not right and like reading spiritual texts and just thinking about it meditating it gives me this sense of ease and peace and that's honestly one of the most precious things one can experience like inner peace i've said it already and i'm gonna say it again like i just want to be feeling inner peace and joy yeah and these books always like remind me that it's actually possible and it's possible to live about your life in a conscious manner living your life in service with to others and also just be such a happy uplifted human being and that genuinely we do have control over whether the things that happen to us or the things that we experience more like are we gonna let them um take over our emotions and like bog us down or are we gonna move oh my god i'm getting congested or are we gonna you know work on letting them go and letting them pass through us not suppressing not repressing and just yeah moving on to the next stage of life and i feel like that just creates this like ease of my mind what else do i want to talk about cold showers yeah let's let's debate that topic because it was very random again how i got into cold showering because obviously i've heard about cold showering um and the whole like wim hof breathing method i don't know if you've heard of him but wim hof is basically this they call him like the Iceman. Uh, he's this i think danish dude who um has like been a lot so many like guinness world records for like cold exposure i think he's run a marathon in just shorts i think he's climbed the himalayans or mount everest not sure just in shorts again he spent the longest time ever in like an ice bath which was almost two hours and that's the longest a human has ever done that a lot of you can read all about him maybe you've heard of him i feel like quite he's quite you know well known and he basically um preaches about like his method is kind of this um combine the combination of his like specific breathing method which involves like um rapid inhaling and exhaling like 30 breaths and then like holding the breath and you're actually able to hold the breath for like two minutes after you do that which i know sounds crazy if you've never done it but you can like look it all up i'm not gonna get into the details and that's one thing but another thing he really preaches and that he's like famous for i guess is the cold exposure thing and yeah he's like he loves cold he freaking like swims under ice and he's beating, beating like 
Guinness World Records for that as well. Anyways, I got into, you know, one of those like Google search rabbit holes you get into at like 1am. I got into that um, about him and about the whole like cold showers, the benefits, Wim Hof, his breeding, like all of it, the whole philosophy. I don't know, for the first time I ever felt the need to actually try it because before, as I said, I've heard about cold showers, but I was just like, nah, this thing, this shit isn't for me. Like I may be doing a lot of like stereotypically morning person that girl productive things and like you know working out in the morning and journaling and I love all that shit but I was just like cold shower is just not on my list um but I was like you know what I'm gonna give it a go (laughs) and I really didn't feel like it and the first time I tried it I firstly took a warm shower and then turned it to cold was not really the most pleasant feeling and didn't really feel any I'd say like many positive things afterwards. I was just like kind of like mm, it was okay. And then I tried taking only cold shower, like no warm water before. And also I wouldn't say I felt like anything amazing. And I kept on doing that for a couple of days in a row. Um, and eventually I actually became quite like excited to take my morning cold shower, which was the first time I that has ever happened. And then there was this one day when I stepped into the shower, I put like some very like hyper music. So to get myself like hyped up for it, obviously. And for the first time ever, I was actually enjoying the sensation under the cold water. Because, you know, usually with cold showers is that kind of thing that like, while it, it's the same like with a workout, right? You don't really enjoy it while it lasts. But like once the moment, the moment you're done with it, you're like, you're like feeling all the benefits and the good things happen. Um, and that's why a lot of people obviously take cold showers. But for the first time, during that shower I was just feeling so happy during it I was just like feeling this rush of energy and I was it was amazing for me to realize that I'm actually just able to stand under this like cold freezing water on like 8 a.m on a random Tuesday morning and be happy about it and actually enjoy the shower and the cessation and you know obviously like cold water just like instantly wakes you up instantly makes you like super perked up I don't know how to explain it like it just obviously it does like the opposite to what like like a warm hot relaxing shower I feel like a hot shower just makes you want to like you know close your eyes and just like go to bed and lay versus like cold shower just makes you want to like conquer the day (laughs) get ready have your coffee and go 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 and I just love the sensation and again like the sensation after stepping out of the shower is amazing as well you just feel like so ready to do something and you just feel this rush of energy and I don't know if it's the sole reason I like my mood has uplifted so much but it surely is one of those um and I know if you're not into cold showers I know like so many people have dissed me for it like my friends were just like "Mm, bestie I don't know (laughs) does not sound fun you're not gonna convince me and fair enough like I'm not saying you have to try it um or you have to do it but you know that's what I don't I'm not saying you have to do it but I'm saying you should give it a try um because it's actually I don't know if you go about your day knowing that you've already willingly have done this it's like nothing can be harder than this it's almost like that kind of thing for the past few days I weren't taking I wasn't taking cold showers because um yeah I've been sick since Italy unfortunately um but I'm getting better and um so yeah didn't want to push push my boundaries too far uh with this one but um yeah excited to get back to my cold showers and I wanted to mention them just because I feel like they do link a lot to that kind of feeling of joy and yeah again that like energy living high on energy that's kind of the emotional state that I've been like describing and that this whole episode is centered around oh my god that was such a huge ramble about everything and nothing another thing is I want to say is I think and I'm really happy this happened that my attitudes about this have changed a lot because as I said before 
when I firstly started experiencing these kinds of like emotional highs, all of that, blah, 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 the joy of life, pure joy of life. I was feeling very guilty about it. And it was almost as I was taking part of the joy away by myself, like willingly just being like, you know what? We shouldn't be that happy. There's nothing to be that happy about. But then eventually, as I was, you know, I had some therapy sessions about it and just thought about it a lot more. And I still remember this thing that my mom said about this. She was like, you're not helping anyone by being sad. If anything, you're just like lowering the vibrations. And if you're, you know, happy for, even if you don't have a reason to be happy, if you're just like happy and running around in all this like positivity, you're genuinely like raising like the aggregate of vibrations, if that makes sense. Like think of all the energies that people carry around with them. And if you're just this one little tiny person who is very happy, you're kind of automatically making that whole energy a bit higher if that makes any sense other people are obviously like influenced positively by this like I think my friends appreciate this about me I mean I hope so and I think like I don't know it's just like some people have that kind of impact on you when you can see that someone's so happy and like you kind of want to be in that state and you find like it almost feel like their high emotional state is raising your emotional state and raising your energy and it's amazing how like humans are able to like influence each other subconsciously even like that and I think yeah I think I just like when I walk around with this kind of attitude it just feels like everyone's so nice to me and everyone's so friendly and I could just be chatting to the waitress I could be chatting to the person in the changing room like I'm just very happy and chatty and open and I just love being in that open state I think that's also a good word like being open and relaxed about my issues like whatever again like whatever obstacle comes my way I try to be relaxed about it I try to like let it obviously cause whatever emotions it wants to cause and needs to cause but be relaxed around that emotion not tight not clutch onto it not not try to like bury it somewhere in myself or in my heart just let it let it experience itself and move to the next one so I'm trying to think of other like ways of um bringing up your energy I guess music obviously how could I not mention it I mean I was saying about like playlists and stuff like that but like if I'm feeling again that joy um and I'm in that kind of state music is like one of the few things that actually feels like matches that energy because sometimes when I'm just like so happy and it's like 8 a.m and everyone's asleep and like there's it's gray outside and everyone's just like on their morning commute it feels like no one's raising like no one's matching my energy but the music the beautiful thing about music is that you can choose any fucking music you want you can play reggaeton at 6 a.m if you feel like it you can play like come on Eileen whenever you feel like it even if it's raining outside and it's gloomy it's your choice and it's just like I also feel like I express myself through dance and I express that energy through dance and I just love dancing and I only wish to have a full-length mirror somewhere in my room right now I'm just always dancing on this basically we have this um living room we have this like quite big circular mirror but it's not like a full-length thing so to see myself because it's like hang quite like high up I have to stand on this stool so what I do my morning routine when I'm feeling like this is just dancing in my headphones on this little like I don't even know how like a very tiny stool in front of the mirror and just like you know dancing in front of myself because obviously it's nice to see yourself when you're dancing I don't know if it's just me probably not and yeah just high energy songs they don't even have to be very like obviously happy songs just high energy and I love my like high energy playlist for studying it's called brain cells renewal it's one of my new ones also love it sorry guys I just love my spotify too much so sorry for the plug of my three playlists but um if you don't follow it yet you should um another thing I want to talk about is just like the little things that bring you joy and actually making them 
firstly, making them like a frequent, constant part of your life, whatever it is that brings you joy, like making sure that you have that in abundance, whether that's again, like specific music you like, or whether that's like a perfume that you really enjoy, or whether that's that particular, I don't know, like pasta sauce, like I'm talking anything, like I'm not talking big, huge things. It's just like whatever brings you joy, whether that's having candles around in your room, whether that's having a pillow spray, or I'm just listing things that I love, or really nice pairs of shoes for each season. Again, that doesn't have to be material things, but I think there's also so much joy to be drawn from material things as well, and not in like a materialistic accumulation way, but I think I just have so much appreciation for certain things, especially when they're done well and they're like high quality, like a given mug. Like, guys, you don't understand how much joy can I have from like having a really nice mug that I really appreciate and I bought with intention and I loved it from it was like love from first sight like every time I'm gonna have coffee from that mug it's gonna make me happy it's not just your average white Ikea mug I'm having coffee from this intentional mug that I bought and that I love and that I appreciate and like the design and everything the feel of it and I think there's no shame in being happy about these stuff either I think, like, our society just makes it as if we have to have, like, such grand milestones, big moments to experience joy and happiness, but I can be freaking smiling at my mug at 6am, drinking coffee from it, and I'm happy about it, and I am not willing to change it, you know, and I think it's such a cute quality as well to be getting excited about these things, and it's something that, again, I used to be kind of, like, not ashamed of, but, like, it was not a part of me that I would be, like, showing off, but I kind of always had that in me, like, I would get, like, excited, like, giggly, and happy, and smiley, and I would take pictures of, like, things that brought me joy, and it's regardless whether it's, like, a nice day outside, if it's a really good peanut butter I'm having, or if it's an amazing dessert, or if it's this, like, really nicely designed restaurant I'm in, it's, like, whatever it is, like, there's so many reasons to be happy about, and I think it's, these little things are worth celebrating. And I think that's one thing that I like brought with myself from Italy, like mentally, because again, like in Italy, I had all of these things that were bringing me so much joy. And I was like, you know what? Why am I not going to have candlelit breakfast when I'm at home? Why is it going to be an only holiday thing? Why am I not going to be having tiramisu on a random Thursday? Why not? And I actually have been doing that. Like I came back, I bought ricotta, I bought jam, because my new obsession, guys, and I'm sorry, I'm in my dairy phase right now, that's what I've been saying, um, like, I've been mostly vegan for the past however many years, and now I'm just, I'm loving ricotta, what can I say, and yeah, I just bought myself ricotta and jam, and I've just been enjoying this for a breakfast, I bought myself candles, you know, like, from Tiger, and I've put them in, like, little nice wine bottles and I have that on my desk right now I made a playlist with music that reminds me of Italy and I'm listening to a lot of jazz right now I'm listening to a lot of oldies and Italian music and this is kind of that playlist Dolce Farniente oh I love her and yeah it's these like little things that um were the sources of my happiness on holiday and I was just like again like I'm gonna be make be intentional about bringing them home and I'm gonna be intentional about creating these little sources of joy and happiness in my daily life like spicing up my life a little bit you know changing things up just a little bit even that like is able to bring me that source like that happiness okay I feel like I've run out of whatever I wanted to say there was no plan whatsoever to this episode I feel like you can probably you could probably tell um I'm gonna go on about my day I'm going to a pole practice right now and then I have a class and I have a dance class in the evening as well which is really exciting and yeah thank you very much for listening i hope this episode brought you some joy as well and i hope it was um you know my energy perpetrated permuted 
I feel like I'm not using words that actually exist, you know, just travel through um, this side of my microphone and my phone to wherever you're located at. Um, And I hope you're going to have a wonderful day and, you know, play yourself some nice music, get yourself in the mood and just be happy about fucking nothing. Like, I don't know. Okay, I'm getting too much into this like, (laughs) like talking shit mode. So I'm just going to say goodbye. I love you all very, very, very much. And I'll talk to you in the next one. Bye. Kisses. Bisous.